So on September 5th, we had a speaker, Hunter Pinky, who is an ex-football and basketball player. During his senior year of college, he was in a ski accident that left him paralyzed from the waist down. Now, he is traveling the country, going to schools, talking about his story and what it took for him to be here. Today's episode is called The Glass Cat because his motto is to fill people's glasses. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy. This is a podcast produced by the WCHS Publications Class. Our podcast will feature experts and professionals in the Northwest Kansas area, as well as WCHS alumni and USD 241 students. Join us as we dive into topics relating to our teenage lives here in Wallace County, Kansas. Hope you enjoy! Hi guys, this is Peyton Johnson and Isabel Panka. and today we have Mrs. Deweese with us. She is our school counselor. Recently we have had a guest speaker, Hunter Pinky. He is a topic for today. Did you have any idea of who Hunter Pinky was before he came to our school? So I really didn't have any knowledge of who he was, but we ended up getting him because Chris Ann Grund followed his mom's blog, and his mom has a blog that she started after Hunter had his accident. Okay. So they followed his story kind of all the way through there. Yeah. I want to find that. That might be a cool thing, though. I've heard it's really good. Yeah. He was a good speaker. I loved him. Mm-hmm. He was great. He was he was good with the kids, according to Mrs. Trope, too. Yeah, yeah. He, he was. He entertained us really well, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I never got like, bored the whole once thing during the whole Kate thing. Funk. Yeah. That was, was so funny. It was hilarious. Um, what did you think of the three things Hunter Pinky asked us to remember? Um, you are still here, you have a chance, and you are loved. Man, I just loved what he had to say. Um, I think I think if there's anything that your, can I say your generation, yeah. right? I think if there's anything that your generation is really searching for and looking for right now, it's those three things. For sure. Honestly, and when I was going through my whole Crohn's thing, mm-hmm. I would have loved to hear that. Like, Yeah. I feel like it, he, he didn't single anybody out, but it impacted you personally. And it was good that it came, like, from experience. Yeah. And, like, he was still pretty young when it happened to him. Mm-hmm. So, like, we can relate to him. Mm-hmm. I thought he did a really nice job of talking to really each group that he talked to. He talked to at their level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he didn't try to be a big grown-up coming in there having all the facts and knowing everything about life. He also used, like, slang with us. Like, I was surprised by that. Yeah, Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna, I'm gonna think about those three things that he says. Um, what do you think it means when he says you are still here? What did you get from that message? You know, for me personally, pardon me, I think if you're still here, that means there's still purpose. There's still something yes. left for you to do. What you? What did you guys think when you heard that? I just I thought of like when you wake up every morning and you be like, oh, I just have to go to school today again. I have another test. Like it's just gonna be so exhausting. And instead of doing that, I every morning since he spoke, I have woken up and been like, I am still here and I need to be grateful for waking mm-hmm. up and still breathing. Honestly, same with the waking up, and then, like, it's the same thing over and over again. Um, so the next thing he said was, you have a chance. I feel like you can take that in a lot of ways, different ways. Like, you have a chance in what? But like, what do you take from it? He came from, like, a small school and small background, like us, and, like, he made it big, and he's still making it big, so he still has, like, a chance even after his accident, too. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah, <clears throat> true. 
he could be looking at life right now that all all the chances are gone. Mm-hmm. And instead, he chooses every morning to say to himself, there's still more to do. There's still more opportunity for me. Mm-hmm. And I think we forget that. We think, well, we're we're from small town America. Yeah. Or it's just it's just my life. What's my life? But he does not look at, at things that way. Mm-hmm. And I I thought that was so inspiring. Yeah. For sure. Uh, I this I think this is the one that stuck the most to me is that you are loved because I feel like in our world today with everything going on people can get just like wrapped up in themselves and it makes you feel like you don't have people that love you but like at the end of the day there are so many people who love and care for you so what do you think about that I loved that message You know, I did walk away from there going, I wonder how many kids in our walls Mm -hmm. believe that they're loved. Yeah. And I, that has really resonated with me that that's one of my missions Mm -hmm. here actually is, is to make sure that, you know, I'm not going to connect with every student. That isn't how life works. Yeah. There's going to be some people that just think I'm a freaky old lady and that's (laughs) fine. But... I want to at least project that when I see kids and that that they're worth it and that somebody does care. Yeah. But I don't know, what do you guys think? Do you think every student here feels like they're loved? No. No, definitely not. And again, with a small town, like your parents are busy and there's not like much jobs they can have. And so when they do have a job, they're like focusing on that. Not every kid gets the attention they need. Yeah, I feel like yeah. <laughs> we'll cut that part out. Well, I feel like almost every kid our age, like teenagers, go through a stage when they're like, I just, I don't know, like, I don't know my purpose, and I don't know who who really loves me at the end of the day, because teenagers love drama, obviously. And they can be so fake, too. And so you can just assume that, well, people don't really care about me or my feelings. They may act like it, but at the end of the day, they still care about themselves. But I feel like it's really just the opposite of that in that deep down, everyone does really care about you, even if they don't show it. Because we all humans, I feel like humans are made to love one another. I feel like we all just need to realize almost that we all really are here for each other at the end of the day. And if we, if anyone feels alone, I feel like we would just come together and make each other feel loved. You just have to give each other a chance. I agree with that. And I think one of the one of the things on my radar for sure is how do we impact our school culture Mm -hmm. in a way that that we that kids really do know that at the end of the day. Yeah. I think one important thing that he said is that you almost choose that. Mm-hmm. You almost choose to believe that people do care about you. It, I truly believe it is a mindset. That you have to you have to choose that. You have yeah. to get up and say, you know what, I am loved. Mm-hmm. Do you think social media, this has just been a burning question, mm-hmm. so do you think social media has impacted how teenagers feel about themselves? For sure. Like, are you talking about, like, self-image or other people and how they feel like other people? Maybe both. 
I mean, maybe it's both of those things. Yeah. I feel like social media has definitely affected that in many ways because you look at someone and because social media influencers or whatever, they put on a mask. So you don't really see the real them, in my opinion. Like, you don't see the real them. So you don't know if they don't they don't probably feel like they're loved a lot because of how much hate they get on the internet so i feel like social media is just like a mask people putting on a mask and faking their true self to get likes and yeah especially with like the self-image and like instagram you'll be scrolling and you'll see like a really pretty girl mm-hmm. who has a boyfriend good grades good family yeah and she has a tons of likes she's very pretty and then you'll like oh, I wish that was me. Why can't I be like that? Why don't I have the good grades? Why is my perfect or my family not perfect? Yeah. And I feel like that just deteriorates and Mm -hmm. you end up feeling like you are not loved. Yeah. And even it's saying that you are loved, I feel like a big part of that is you have to love yourself also. Mm -hmm. Like at the end of the day, you can't be like, well, no one loves me. We all have to learn to love ourselves to a certain extent, obviously, like, mm-hmm. or else I feel like if you don't love yourself, you're not going to feel like other people love you either because you're going to be like, there's nothing about me to love. Mm-hmm. But if you really love yourself, then at the end of the day, you're going to realize how that you are a great person and you do have good intentions for people. People do love you, but you have to love yourself also. Yeah, I think I think choice comes into there into that equation where we choose our mindset Mm -hmm. and and we have to work at that I mean that's not just something that you do when you're a teenager you do it when you're 53 yeah for sure (laughs) you get up and you choose that mindset and you you choose what your focus is going to be for the day Mm -hmm. yeah Okay, so our next question is, why do you think that it's important for speakers like Hunter Pinky to come and talk to us? Man, I just thought that was huge for us as a school to be able to get that start. Mm -hmm. Pardon me. Um, I think you guys get tired of hearing from us. Yeah, most definitely. And it's okay okay to admit that. Um, I think it makes a huge difference to be able to hear it from the outside too. And then hopefully at some point you'll turn around and say, okay, everybody's got the same message here. Mm-hmm. Whatever, the way I look at it is whatever helps you guys hear it, I'm for. Yeah. It doesn't have to be my voice that you're hearing all the time. If you can hear it from someone else, that's the goal at mm-hmm. the end of the day. I feel like a big thing for me that he said, he goes, All I want out of today, I'm not an inspirational speaker is what he said. All I want from today is to maybe change one of your mindsets or goals or whatever he said in life. And I feel like that was such a big thing because it made us feel like it was more personal. It was directed towards you and not just to the whole crowd. He goes, if I can change one of your mindsets on life. I think he did too, like... Everyone and walked away from that. Everyone did. Everyone I talked to was like, wow, that just, like, it changed me. Like I said, I wake up every morning saying I need to be more grateful because I am still here. And so I feel like he changed a lot more of us than he really even realized because mm-hmm. every person that I talked to said, wow, that was, it was just amazing. Like, he changed so many of our mindsets on everything. It helps that he was, like, 
close to our age and mm-hmm. like he came back from it with a good attitude and look where he is now yeah that helped he just related to high schoolers so much because yeah. it happened while he was not in high school but like, like early college I in our age group still yeah. kind of and I feel like he just related to us very well mm-hmm. what about the glass half full saying what did you think about that and like what it represented Gosh, there was so much that he said that I loved, but I mean, I loved that too, because he still has a glass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I never heard that before. I thought that either. was so good. Yeah. You never either. heard the glass off full set? Well, no, I never heard the you still have a glass. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was huge. Yeah. yeah. And with what he did with the water bottle and how he showed it, like, I thought that was pretty cool. It was good. It was good. And you know, the, the, thing that I the challenge that I think we have going forward is I think we need to be paying attention to when we see that kids are making a change and then acknowledge it I agree a hundred percent because a lot of times if you just like you notice yourself changing but then no one else sees it you're like well what am I doing this Mm -hmm. for what is the purpose of this yeah I think yeah I think that's a big part of of um encouraging or coaching people up mm-hmm. right it's like wow i see you yeah that that you are you're you're trying here and i notice yeah yeah it it means a lot when someone says that to you for sure i like that it was kind of different like not everybody has like a logo and that there's like a little pinking corner like, <laughs> that was so cool <laughs> yeah I like that different ideas <clears throat> that was cool yeah um what did you think about the quote that he told us it was tough days usually create tough people mm-hmm. and and what was the other part of that something about like the no hard bad. days no bad no, days no, no bad, bad days. days you can have tough days but no bad days yeah yeah i thought that was a really different way of looking at it because you know what we're almost kind of raising people now to believe that i don't know that they're not we're, we try to shield a lot. Mm-hmm. And when my kids were home, you know, sure, I tried to do that too. I tried to shield my kids from a lot of things. But I think we also have to remember that tough times do make us. And But it is our choice what it makes. Mm-hmm. It either makes us bitter or it makes us better. For sure. Yeah, if you're going through a rough period in your life, Instead of like thinking, well, it's just never going to get better, you can take that and turn it into, what can I learn from this, and how can I make myself a better person from this? I feel like that's a big thing that we need to learn to do, because it's just really looking on the bright side of things, looking for the silver lining in your day, every day, and like no bad days. Rough things are going to happen. Yeah, rough things are going to happen every day. That's just how life works. But if you can look at the positive of it and not, yeah, like I said, just taking from, like, your rough times in your life and just learning from them is a huge thing. And it makes all of us just better, genuine persons. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that his mom had blogged, and Mm -hmm. he referenced it, was that she she prayed, like, I just want to take this on myself. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if... If I could just take this on myself and die, and he could just be whole again. Yeah. You know, and sometimes we look at situations that way, like, how could this ever be good? Mm-hmm. But, but she couldn't. She couldn't shield him from it. Yeah. And he, he had to make the choice. And, man, look at what he's doing with that. Exactly. Yeah. He's 
changing people's lives mm-hmm. yeah. and just making us think in completely different ways of how we should look at life and just being grateful I feel like is just another big thing he didn't really I don't know if he talked about being grateful too much but I took a big thing of that because it's like I am still living I am still breathing and like he said you have a chance in everything you do if you fully apply yourself and try your absolute hardest then you will succeed in my opinion like that's I feel like if you fully try your hardest then you're gonna succeed yeah what did you think of Hunter Pinky as an adult like from an adult perspective and like also a member of school oh okay like from a staff member yeah yeah um I loved him I think as an adult that I still have a responsibility to learn and grow so I feel like I learned stuff from kids I learned stuff from teens and when he came in with his story, how can you not learn from that? And I'll tell you the thing that really stuck with me as an adult was when he was talking about goals. Mm-hmm. And I do have goals for myself, but you know, there's some things in my life, probably just like anyone's life, that that I might complain about. Yeah. And the thing that hit me was, have I set a goal around that? This annoying thing in my life, have I set a goal around that? Yeah. You know, wishing it was different, thinking that it should be different, or have I set a goal? I never thought of it like that. And so I really loved it. I took something from it, but I I was just super pumped that we were able to start our year that way. Yeah, yeah. for sure. He was just great in general. Absolutely loved him. Yeah. Would recommend him to anybody. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I, I can't imagine. I don't. He's just changed so many people's lives. Yeah. I love that he has such a great aspect of life now and, like, inspirational thank you. yeah thank you for coming in and talking about him and just talking with us it was really good so yeah. thank you yeah thanks. for sure thanks for having me i'm excited okay. about your podcast yeah me too that's it for today's podcast thanks for listening yeah thanks Bye. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to the pod if you like this episode please consider subscribing and coming back to listen to our future episodes that will be out very soon thank you